With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, the NBA Finals resume tonight with Golden State and Boston coming up at 6 Pacific. So we can talk about that. It's an open forum Wednesday, which means we can go in any direction you want. Grant Napier here on Listen Up. Boy, how about the Live Golf Tour? Once the first olive is out of the jar, now other PGA pros are on the way, including Bryson DeChambeau. All right. Patrick Reed is also expected to join this series of events. So you look at DeChambeau and Reed, and this, they would be playing at an event from June 30th to July 2nd. They're not in the field uh, this weekend in London. be very interesting to see what the impact is going to have on the uh, PGA Tour. But certainly not good. you got Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Martin Keimer, Sergio Garcia, Charles Schwartzel, Graham McDowell, Louis Oosthuizen, all competing in London this weekend. 54-hole event. All right? Interesting. All right, so we've got golf, if you want to talk about, You've got the NBA. You got Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator in Washington, former NFL head coach, uh, defending his tweet. All right. He tweeted two days ago. He responded to a tweet regarding the hearings that are tomorrow night on the events of January 6th. Quote, We'd love to understand the whole story about why the summer of riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed. But this is hashtag common sense. Then today, he said he was just asking a question about the events in the spring and summer of 2020. So here's what he had to say, quote, why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? I can look at images on the TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. I think his terminology of a dust up at the Capitol is probably where he got himself in some hot water. I don't really disagree with his premise about what else he said. I really don't. 
He said, quote, um, I actually, I take that back. Defensive tackle Jonathan Allen said this. It's not a locker room topic. Quote, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Some guys decide to share it on Twitter. Some guys don't. You can have a difference of opinion and still respect one another. I feel that's what our country is about. That's what this team is about. I don't care about his opinion as long as he shows up every day and works hard. That's what I want from my defensive coordinator. Can't disagree with that. Common sense right there. I like that. I like that. Ron Rivera, the head coach, was staying on the sideline. Quote, I'm not going to talk about stuff that I talk to my coaches about, especially stuff that's off the field and not pertaining to football. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, though. If it ever becomes an issue or a situation, we'll have that discussion. Right now, it's something that I will deal with when it comes up. Del Rio was asked if he was concerned that his tweets could potentially have a negative impact on the black players. Quote, anything that I ever say or write, I'd be comfortable saying or writing in front of everybody that I work with, players and coaches. I express myself as an American. We have that ability. I love this country, and I believe what I believe, and I've said what I want to say. Every now and then, there's some people that get offended by it. All right? Del Rio said he's not worried about his tweets impacting his relationship with the players. Quote, he doesn't think race had anything to do with that incident on January 6th. He said, I'm going to be the man I am. I operate here as a coach with nothing but love and respect for everybody that I work with. If they are upset and they want to talk about it, I talk about it with anybody. No problem at any time. But they're not. I'm just expressing myself. And I think we all as Americans have a right to express ourselves especially if you're being respectful. I'm being respectful. I think he is as well. I think he is as well. Hey, um, I, there's a lot there to like, you know, there's a lot there to like. I, I wouldn't call the uh, January 6th episode of the Capitol a dust up though. But I don't really have a problem with what he had to say there. I really don't. All right, let's get to uh, Eli. He'll start us off on an open forum Wednesday. Eli, how are you today? Sir? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Grant? I'm good, thank hey, you. Hey, so is this Del Rio guy, is he actually facing any punishment at this point? Or is it just some Twitter outrage? No. Okay. Yeah, there are people that are outraged. I think the dust-up part of his comment about the uh, January 6th incident at the Capitol has got... A lot of people riled up. I'm, I I don't really think uh, his comment about the rioting and the looting have people. Uh, I mean, I I don't disagree with him. I mean, I think he's got a very good point there. But a mm -hmm. dust up. I think the incident January sixth was more than a dust up. There was a person that lost their life in there. Is that is that not correct? I mean, I mean, and there's you know, it's certainly not. It's certainly more than a dust up. I mean, I yeah. I think he erred in saying dust up. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, 100%. I agree that that was uh, not the right thing to say. But um, yeah, I mean, regard if you're on whatever side of the aisle you're on, you're, people are going to typically downplay whatever, you know, folks are on their side that are unsavory, whether it's him or folks on the other side. So that's kind of typical and what you would expect over the last couple of years. So I was just yeah, curious. Very well said. Yeah, I was, I was just I mean, curious. I, you know, and again, the hearings uh, begin tomorrow. 
and it'll be interesting to hear what what they have to say. Um, I've I, I got to tell you, and again, I, I try not to really get into the political arena, but you know now it's almost unavoidable. Uh, I'm so turned off by what's going on in this country, politically speaking. I think it's just an absolute travesty that a actor from Hollywood has to go to the White House to make sense of everything like Matthew McConaughey did yesterday. I mean, I looked at the reaction from people on the left, people on the right, and most of it was very positive. How is it that it takes an actor, all right, like Matthew McConaughey to go to the White House and make sense and talk in layman terms so we can all understand what the hell he's saying without any agenda, which I think is number one, without an agenda and have the, from what I read from both sides, the majority of people going, wow, what a great job he did. Why can't our politicians do that? Well, I guess they're a lot more polarizing and uh, have a lot less popularity yep. than some of these actors. That's exactly right. You hit it right on the head. Uh, you answered the question the way I think it should be answered. I respect your opinion. I think you were spot on. Um, I, I really do. But, but again, isn't that a sad commentary about what's going on in our country, that it takes an actor from Hollywood to go into the White House and speak to America. And a lot of people are like, right on, people on the left, people on the right. Wow, that was great, right on, blah, blah, blah. But our politicians can't do that for whatever reason. Yeah, um, I think to be fair though, I think there were plenty of people on the right who did not appreciate his comments, but um, you, you know, know, because it's, gun control is still sort of a polarizing and controversial topic for yes. some. Yes, I, I agree. Um, but I also will tell you, and again, just, you know, there's so much out there to digest and take in. There were a lot of things that I read from people on the right that said I, that they had, that they agreed with several points that he made. Now they didn't agree with everything, but the fact that they agreed with any of the points, you know, I think is, is newsworthy, but you know, again, the, the reality is that, you know, we all have to make our own choice on what we do. I can't remember the last time I had the news on, as a matter of fact, there's a guy that I swim with every day. He's in the pool doing exercises and I'm doing laps and he's 80 years old. And uh, he used to own his own law firm. Uh, he's liberal. And we have mm -hmm. great discussions when I'm done swimming and we talk about everything. And he said to me, he said, are you watching the hearings tomorrow? And I said, what hearings? Mm -hmm. And he goes, they, and I did, because I was, I'm not even aware of the hearings were going on. And I said, <laughs> no, I'm not watching it. He goes, you need to watch it. You have to watch it. I go, no, I'm not watching yeah. it. I said, because the reality is um, I, I don't care to watch it. Okay. I'm so turned off by our government and the way our country runs their government, where there's no bipartisanship, the left's blaming the right, the right's blaming the left, nothing gets done. I said, I'm disgusted by it. I said, let me know what the findings are. And then I will make my own opinion to what the findings are, but I am not turning on the news. And then he told me, he goes, you know, Fox news isn't even covering it. And I'm like, really? I said, wow. I didn't know that. And I said, are you kidding me? He goes, nope, Fox News is not even covering it. I go, wow, yep. that is unbelievable. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. I was not aware of that. That's true. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. And uh, well, I mean, I suppose that people are going to spin it, you know, however they like. You yep. know, if you're on the right, you obviously are not interested. If you're on the left, you are. And that's fine. I mean, that's the way the country is now. But um, yeah, but the country, really the country up. shouldn't be like that. I mean, that's the problem with this country. Really shouldn't matter whether you're on the left or the right. It should matter what, what is right and what is wrong. We, we've lost that ability in this country to say, OK, we're going to do what's right, not based on what our party line is, but we're going to do what's right 
because you're supposed to do what's right as opposed to what's wrong. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen anymore in this country or or it doesn't happen enough. Yeah, well said. And that is unfortunate. So, Grant, so you don't watch the news or anything anymore. So, how, But you still seem like you're pretty informed what's going on, at least when you come onto this uh, podcast, you seem that way. So how do you get your high level information these days? Do you just kind of scroll? It's a Twitter? fabulous question. You know what I No, You know what? I talk to people um, like mm -hmm. uh, I talk to the guy that I swim with. He watches the news around the clock, but he you know, he's a liberal. I'm not I'm not I'm really in the middle. I, I really am. I. I don't care whether you're a dem. I, I really, and I mean that. I don't I care too. if you're a Democrat or a Republican. If I think you're the best person for the office, I'm voting for you. I don't really care. Um, he's he's mm -hmm. he's he's on. And so we we yeah. have a lot of these conversations. And then I read. You know, I mean, I spend about a half hour a day looking at uh, different stories uh, on news events. I, I'll be quite frank, Eli. Sometimes I'm not really sure if what I'm reading is accurate. I don't know if it's the truth. I don't really know with, you know, if I'm comprehend my comprehension of a story is the story being reported accurately or does the person writing the story have an agenda? So I, I, I question that, but I try to look at both sides. Um, you know, I used to watch when I was getting ready to do games on the road, uh, I would watch Wolf Blitzer on CNN and I would watch one hour of CNN and I'd watch one hour of Fox almost every night before a game on the road. And I'd be ironing my shirt and I'd be getting ready for the game. And I would literally spend one hour on CNN and one hour on Fox. I would actually normally go Fox first, then CNN, um, just because I didn't like the programming at five o'clock on Fox. So uh, I will tell you mm -hmm. that I try to be fair. I didn't watch MSNBC, but I watched mm -hmm. I watched two opposing agendas, two opposing views cnn and fox news and i a lot of time i thought well okay i'm probably getting something in the middle you know so i try to i try to do that i try to yeah. be fair to myself and say okay wait a minute i'm not just going to watch fox news because i'm going to get a slanted opinion i'm not going to watch just cnn because i'm going to get their slant so i'm going to watch both and then make my own opinion yeah no, that's that's fair. And I try to do the same thing because I am most, mostly in the middle like you are. And I, I tend to watch some folks on YouTube these days that have their own commentary rather than the uh, traditional establishment media sources because you get a whole different perspective online uh -huh. as well. I will tell you this, and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm naive and maybe I'm just a, you know, an old grumpy man. Um, but I, I <laughs> a lot of my views are shared by the people that I talk to when I talk to them about what's going on in this country politically. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really get a lot of blowback. I get, yeah, I agree with you. Like more, and it's like we. I have no confidence, and I really mean this. And I maybe I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I have no confidence in our politicians in Washington. I just don't. I, I, they lack confidence, and um, there's no one in Washington that I have kind of looked at and go, okay, that's a leader. That's somebody that I want to back. I haven't met that. I have not found that individual. I have not yet come across. Uh, an individual that I'm like, okay, that's a dynamic person that I want to get behind because I think they can be a great leader. I haven't, I, I, you know, maybe I need to look harder, but right now I can't name that individual. Yeah, it's been a while. The politicians are pretty unpopular. They have all have pretty low approval ratings. Um, so I think most people feel the same way that you do. And most people in general are not as uh, hardcore or ideological because most I, people are in the middle. Yeah. Are you going to watch the hearings tomorrow? Um, 
I don't know. I haven't made up my mind on that. I might just kind of watch the summaries of, or the, you know, the sound bites that are more important to see. Cause I don't know. I mean, I got to work and stuff like everyone. I don't know that it's worth watching all the theater of all the yeah. hours of it. So I'm I'd... with you. I'm watching New York Ranger hockey at eight o'clock. So, you know, I, you know, regardless of what goes on, I don't care what the hell's going on at eight o'clock. I'm turning on the hockey game. So, um, you know, but it teach their own, right? Teach their yeah, own. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably see the highlights, Grant. I mean, I, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll watch the whole thing. So, yep. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, one, one thing that I, I've never actually told you before, Grant, and I thought you might um, appreciate hearing this is back in the day, and, and by back in the day, I mean over two years ago, I used to be more on the left than I am now, and. In 2020, a lot of that kind of changed. And one of the specific things that changed my views on things was what happened to you and your firing. And that was one of the reasons that got me to kind of take a step back and reevaluate a lot of the opinions I used to hold. And now I feel like I've moved more in the middle. But your specific situation was one of the defining moments for me that got me to reevaluate how I thought about certain things. And that's, you know, I just thought I'd let you know that. That's why I've I followed you well, for many years. And I'm still, you know, obviously very interested in what you have to say. So anyway. I appreciate it. Well, I will say this. What you just said to me, I could be looking in a mirror and seeing myself say the exact same thing. Because what you just said is a perfect portrayal of how I feel now, like yeah. what what has happened to me over the last two years and particularly two years ago, almost to the day has made me change the way I think and the way I view things. So I'm very similar to you and how you view things because I, I've changed the way I look at things as well. Yeah, well, we're in the same boat then. Okay, well, it's a good boat to be in uh, because I think that we are, and again, I'm not speaking for you, but I'm more about what's right as compared to what's wrong. And I always say this, and I've been saying this a lot, and you know this, uh, the ML, uh, MLK quote, uh, our lives begin to end when we remain silent about things that matter. And mm -hmm. there are too many people in this country that remain silent and i used it i don't know if you listened to my show yesterday and i hate to keep on picking on the guy but i read about the 17 year old who was murdered in the yep. parking lot of lebron james school and lebron put out a nice sympathetic tweet on june yep. 3rd but he hasn't put out anything else since and the family is begging for mm -hmm. information and lebron is mr akron mr ohio has over 50 million followers on twitter how come lebron is not trying to assist in finding the suspects who are responsible for this 17 year old losing his life. And you must ask the question, is it because this 17 year old victim was white? Uh, does anyone think that if that victim was black, that LeBron James would be silent? I mean, come on. I mean, and, and, the, and the reality is it shouldn't matter whether the individual was white, black, Hispanic, Asian, purple, green, none of that should matter. Okay, Agreed. it's about what's doing what's right. And what's right here is LeBron needs to help out. He is the most popular polarizing figure in Akron, Ohio, and he's standing on the sidelines. Why is he on the sidelines? You know, that bothers yep. me. It bothers me. It's just wrong. Yeah, there should be some consistency there. Certainly shouldn't matter. A murder is a murder. Um, so 
I don't know. Especially when it happens on the parking lot of the school that he found. It doesn't mean he's responsible for it. Doesn't mean that he should be detective and go out and catch the and apprehend the suspects. That's not what I'm saying. But he could lend a hand and his 50 million Twitter followers and the respect that everyone has for LeBron and Akron might go a long way in finding the suspects. But he remains on the sidelines. And I don't understand that. Yeah, maybe he will step up still. Who knows? But I don't know. I well, guess he, he better. He, it's oh. about time. He, time to come forward. Yeah, we'll see what happens on that. That's certainly a tragic situation, though, for sure. It's awful. Yeah. Hey, Eli, it's always good hearing from you. You uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you very much. I really appreciate your insight. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good day, Grant. All right. You too. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good stuff right there from Eli. Uh, if you want to get in on the show, all you got to do is hit your hand icon. And I will put you right up on stage. It is an open forum Wednesday. And again, I I have no desire to watch the hearing tomorrow. I really don't. I'm like Eli. I'm, I, I, I might do a quick summary, you know. But, and it doesn't mean I don't care. Uh, it just means I'm I'm fed up, man. I'm fed up. I, I just, I don't know who to believe anymore. Uh, I'm tired of the politician's agenda. You know, everyone's got an agenda. It's like, well, what's going to be best for me? Not what's best for the people that I represent. Not what about what's right or what's wrong. It's about what's going to help me and my agenda. It's a joke. It's just an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. It really is. Just incredible. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon and I will do it. I, I want to let you know that coming up on Friday... I have a very powerful podcast that I think you're really going to like with Chris Carino. His story is amazing. That's going to be coming up on Friday if you don't like that. Next week, I have a two-part interview with Tim Brando, and we talk about what's going on in college football, 
with name, image, and likeness. We talk about the Live Golf Tour and a lot of other things. That's coming up next week. So this week on Friday, again, we will talk with Chris Carino. Al, how are you today, sir? Uh, Grant, you hit a you hit my nerve, man, with that that well, not you, but bringing up Del Rio's comments. I gotta tell you, and you know, I've told you I, I want to stay off the political, social, but I guess I'm gonna let you know how I feel about this because this really hits my nerve. And the reason why I'm a veteran, okay, I'm an Air Force veteran, and I and uh, January sixth changed my views on so many things, and I'm not political. I'm just going to explain. Sorry, there's some background noise. Apologize. I, I, on January 6th, was, was was just a disgrace to me. Dang, Al, I am losing you, Al. And I want to definitely hear this phone call, Al. So I'm going to put you back in the audience. And I want you to see if we can get you in a little better area. Because I want to hear what you have to say uh, about January 6th. All right. So I appreciate that. All right. And we'll we'll get you on uh, when you're in a little bit of a better place. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's get to uh, Ryan. You're next here. Hey, Ryan. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Grant. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. Hey, uh, first off, I know hopefully Al can hear me. Thank you, Al, for your service. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, you know, I, I the one thing I do want to say, Grant, is I really respect you taking a stand and, you know, opening up on some of these issues, especially after what happened. And I feel like it, it's really been a source of encouragement for a lot of people. I agree with you about the LeBron James situation. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense because there'd probably be 20 tweets sent out from him and different things going on had the circumstances been different. Well, I shouldn't say circumstances. Had it been a different situation, let's just leave it at that. But um, I, I do want to ask you, how do you think Jason Tatum turns this thing around? If you look at the stats, he has 526 points in the postseason, number one out of all players in the postseason, 122 assists, number one in the postseason. And I look at the stats and Golden State and the Celtics are playing at the same pace, 96%. So do you think they need to slow the game down a little bit more for Jason? Or is yep. the stage just too big? What no, I don't think the stage – no, and that's a great question. I don't think the stage is too big. I'll tell you one thing I would do if I'm Ime Udoka. I'm running plays and getting Jason involved in the first minute of the game and trying to – you know, not that he lacks confidence, but get him going. I think that's what he needs. Listen, this guy's too talented, Ryan. He's too good. Uh, to shoot the way he was in the first couple of games. And so I, I'm looking at his entire body of work. I'm looking at what he's done in the playoffs, as you pointed out. I just can't imagine him not becoming extremely active in scoring the basketball tonight. I, I'll tell you, if you call me up on my next show and we're still talking about this, I'm going to be very surprised. I'm going to be very surprised. He he's a hell of a player, and I agree. That's why it's just a little bit yeah. confusing to me. Obviously, they're they're focusing the defense on him for the most part, and he needs that second role player, whether it's Jalen Brown or whether it's Al Horford. But yes, 
you know, I would love to see him get going. And that that's just been the thing that's been a little bit confusing to me because he's had no issues up until the finals. So do you think that's part of the way that Golden State's playing them? And they're saying, hey, oh. we're going to take you away? Or is it just shooting in general? No, you know what? Uh, the, the best players in the league can't be taken away. That's the one thing I think the way the game is played now, the stars are the stars and they find ways to score. And, you know, you, it's like you can't just go, well, we're going to take Steph Curry away and he's not going to score. I mean, he's still going to find a way to score. The best players in the league find a way to beat the defense. I mean, that look at the last series. I mean, Jimmy Butler was on the floor, right? The Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics and Jason Tatum was the MVP of the conference finals. So, no, I, I think it's more on Tatum than it is the Warriors myself. Fair enough. Now, I'm, I'm hoping for a good game, and I think it's interesting what you've said also, and I'll hop off after this, but home court advantage. Why do you think the old Boston Garden is much different from the Garden now, or the TD Waterhouse Center, whatever it's called? Because I think, you know, if you look at the Warriors fans versus the Celtics fans, they're a little bit more rabid than the Golden State fans. Well, I, I think they don't have Bird, Parrish, and Mikhail, Havlicek, Kuzi, uh, Russell. I mean, you know, we, we think about those teams that played in that Boston Garden, some of the greatest teams of all time. But the, the fans are not as close to the court. The, the, the arena is a hockey arena. It's not a basketball arena. As a matter of fact, the fans that sit behind the baskets are so far away from the action. I mean, they're so far removed from the game. So, you know, I think that's part of it. Um, I, I, and again, I go back to the three-point shot, Ryan. It just seems to me that the three-point shot dictates the winner of these games so often. And if you get a game where one team is making threes and the other is not, you're going to have a blowout. And I think that's why we've had so many blowouts in this postseason. But, you know, the Boston, listen, Milwaukee won two games in there. Miami won two games in there. Golden State's going to win at least one game in there. It's just, um, I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but it's just, just home court's not that big of a deal. I, I said before the series started, I didn't think home court was going to be important in this series. I thought Boston would win in, in, in San Francisco, and I thought the Warriors would win in Boston, and I believe that they will. We'll see. Do you think it would be four or five that Golden State takes? Because I think it would be four that Boston would win tonight. Um, I, you mean, do no, I, three, do I, excuse me, three or four, three or four. What? I don't understand your actual question. Uh, do you think, Oh, you do. Boston I think they're going to win tonight yeah. or game four. I'm sorry. I beg Correct. your pardon. Yeah. No, I think I the warrior, I think the warriors are going to win tonight. And I think the Celtics are going to win game four. You think the other way around? Yeah. I think Boston takes it tonight. And I think golden state ends up sweeping up game four. Okay. But I do think they'll split. I do think they'll go back to uh, San Francisco at two games apiece. Very good. Well, hey, enjoy the uh, trip to Connecticut. Hit the ball well. Thank you. And uh, we'll be in touch once you uh, I look forward to here, it, brother. All right. Thank Thanks, you, man. Grant. Be good. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, not doing the show the next two nights unless, for whatever reason, I get a, a, a half hour where I have nothing going on, which I don't think that's going to be the case. So I, I would say I'm probably not going to be able to do the show uh, the next couple of nights, but I will start doing the Monday show is going to be at five o'clock. Um, we're going to have a lot of shows coming up at five o'clock starting next week. So keep that in mind, uh, just the way it is. And we will 
have, again, Chris Carino on Friday podcast, Tim Brando next week, and shows that are going to be mostly at uh, 5 o'clock for a while. All right? So keep that in mind. I'm really hoping that we can get Al back on and hear what he has to say. So, oh, here he is right here. Good news. All right. I really want to hear what he has to say. Al, thank you very much. Now you're back on. And you were telling me about January 6th. And so we got cut off. So you were really bothered by January 6th. Go ahead and pick up where you left off. Uh, sorry about that, Grant. I thought I had noise in the background. You know, and I, I, if you don't mind, I'm trying to collect my thoughts because that it's just uh, he, he says it's a, I'm a veteran. I, th I don't know if you heard. Well, I yes. was ranting for 10 minutes and I looked down and you were gone. So I don't know where, at what point <laughs> you lost me. Yeah, you, was you, we lost you. We lost you right when you said you were a veteran and January 6th really bothered you. And so pick it up right from there. Okay. Now, that was that was a disgraceful. That was like, for me, this is our own people who are attacking our gut government, our capital. And they're 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 in, they're going crazy. I'm not getting political here, but our own people were spurred to this seditionist to me seditionist. Again, I'm gonna maybe I'm political, but just bear hear me out. And, and it was really an eye opener for me to the point where I will never. I, the only way I would ever stand and salute for the flag after that day, because I'm gonna be like the Giants coach. I will never. Stand the salute for this flag because I've lost complete faith in this country and our leaders and the government, not the country for the people, but our government and our leaders. I've lost complete faith. And if I have to, I can revoke my veteran DD 214 and toss it out, man. So if you're at a game and the national anthem is played, you're not standing? I'm not standing. I'm, I'm required if I'm at a funeral and some, I, I'm not standing. And I'll tell you nothing. He he's comparing. He calls it a dust up. Really? That wasn't. This is strong. I know. Ugh. I know. And That's you know a job on hey, it. Hey, let me tell you another thing. If he's comparing the social the riots where people were were rioting because they were upset, rightfully so, because of an innocent people person was murdered on a video. If anything, January sixth turned me completely off to our government, our leaders in this country in general, and turned me into more supportive of Black Lives Matter, because those people, they weren't attacking the capital of the United States of America, going crazy, bashing yeah, through but the Al, door. But Al, 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 we can't, we can't uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, we can't agree, I would hope not, that it's okay to burn down businesses and loot and riot and, you know, destroy uh companies and businesses just because you're upset over the, a murder in the street i mean you can't have that you got to have law and order i mean since when is it okay to burn down people's businesses because you're upset i mean i'm sorry that's not okay no, no you're you're right you know and and so i'll backtrack on that i agree with that comment i guess what i was trying to say the the premise of i mean that that's there's no justification that if anything the, the people who live in the areas are the ones who are hurt by that when they their own businesses, their livelihoods, their lives. No, you're you're right. I I was I'll backtrack on that. I'm just trying to put this as best I can, and I'm not a good. I was, and I told you, I I hate to talk to political, social, but the what's Del Rio just comparing the two for me again. I might be wrong. That there's no comparison to the two events. And it just made me more sympathetic 
to, to although I don't absolutely do not condone riots and destruction of personal property. But anyway, thanks for hearing me out, man. Hey, I just want to. I appreciate Take it. Care. Thank you very much. You know, it's right. very strong right there. I mean, um, and I respect what Al had to say. I don't, and again, he backtracked. I did not agree. It's not okay to loot and riot. It's not okay. It's okay to protest. Absolutely. It's what America's founded on. Protesting, yes, absolutely, 100%. It's not okay to destroy property. It's just not. You know, it's not okay to destroy police vehicles in the middle of the street. It's not okay to destroy buses in the middle of the street. It's not okay to destroy people's cars in the middle of the street. It's not okay to burn down people's restaurants and businesses because you're upset. That will never be okay. Okay, it's not okay. Plain and simple, it's not okay. So, you know, and Al did agree on that. Um, listen, I, I, those are pretty strong comments by Al as it relates to not standing for the flag. You know, he served our country. You know, he's a veteran. And January 6th did that to him. That's very strong, very powerful. Very, very, very powerful indeed. All right. If you want to come on uh, the program, again, it is Open Forum Wednesday. So we can do that. All right. Go in any direction you want. Uh, don't forget, no show tomorrow. No show on Friday unless I get, you know, a break where I'm not involved in doing anything. Then I'll, I, I would be happy to do you know, 20, 30 minutes just to touch base on the game tonight uh, or anything else. You know, I'm happy to do that. All right. So you'll know. Obviously, you'll get a notification and uh, you'll know. All right. Let's get to some more phone calls right here on Listen App. And uh, is it Left Terrace? I'm sorry. Am I, how do I pronounce your name? Is it Left Terrace? Yes, Left Terrace. Left Terrace, how are you today? Uh, oh, fine. There you go. How how are you? Good, good. Yeah. Uh, this is my first time I'm calling. I am always listening to uh, 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 through your uh, other platform because I always work at uh, that time when you are on live. But today I'm off, so I have the chance to talk to you uh, directly. Thank you. Sorry, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I've been listening to you since your time. You used to be on uh, KSTK in Sacramento. Uh, so I'm so sorry what happened to you. Um, yeah, it, this is uh, uh, not, it's just tragedy. And it's a lot of uh, hypocrisy of what is happening out there. The reason why I'm calling today is about the mass shooting that happened last week. Um, unfortunately, uh, what, let me, Go back a little bit. I'm coming from a country that uh, um, we don't have uh, the people don't allow to have guns for uh, uh, machine guns and stuff like that. I'm coming from a small island in Europe, um, but they allow to have rifles to go hunting. And I remember my uncle used to go hunting, get uh, deals and pictures and stuff like that, those are within the law. But to go, go get assault rifles, and this is not, no, no. 
uh, came to this country and I was shocked to find out that, yeah, the constitution allowed people to have handguns, which is no problem for me because, you know, you get to some, some kind of protection for your family. But to have an assault rifle, that's puzzled me. I, don't, I just don't understand that. It's like you're going to start a war and to bring up the constitution, which is, was written like 1800. And I don't think the forefathers were thinking about assault rifles when they wrote the Constitution back then. But, you know, um, I heard you talking about that something's going to happen now because of the latest incident that happened last week. But I think you're, uh, I'm sorry, Grant, but I think you're a little bit naive because as I understand the politics in this country, NRA controls a lot of politics, a lot of politicians, because the way the country runs of politics you can't get elected because unless you run a very expensive campaign mm -hmm. and the expensive campaign financed by the big corporations and NRA. And that's why you already have a pushback by GOP senators when they were suggested to lower the age for, um, I'm sorry, to raise the age for people who buy assault guns. Uh, no, 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 we can't do that. Uh, this is what is, I don't think it will ever, ever become a change because I'm, so, I'm sorry, I think it's NRA is support, not only GOP, but Democrats, uh, senators, and that, that that's why no meaningful change will ever happen. They always bring up the Constitution. They always say, oh, yeah, you know what? It's assault guns now, and the next step, they will take your, or your handguns away, which is not true, but they always... Uh, run their, uh, the fear factor to make people scared so they can't take the first step, push it to just the step to take their soft rifles off the hands of people. Uh, I mean, it's like, why do you need a soft, uh, a soft gun? It's something that it beyond my mind. That's why I don't think in this country that will ever change. And unfortunately, it's going to be a lot I more mass shooting. I agree. And you, you, you said I'm a naive and somewhat, and I, and I understand exactly what you mean by that. But what I was trying to get across was that politicians do have an agenda. And as you pointed out, you know, to run a campaign, very expensive companies are giving a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And so politicians, not all of them, some politicians don't do the right thing. They do based on their agenda and the money that they receive. And that's the problem that I have. We, we don't, in this country, we don't have enough people that are in charge that do the right thing for the majority of people. They only do what's best for them and their small little circle. And that's the problem that I have. And that's why I'm with you. I don't see this country getting better, at least in my lifetime. And I think it's a real shame. And I think it's also, as I, I don't know if you were with me earlier, I think it's really a sad commentary when Matthew McConaughey goes to the White House and makes more sense than our politicians do, all right, that you have a star, a, a movie star goes to the White House and speaks to the American people, apparently without an agenda, makes sense. And I've seen people on both the left and the right say so, but yet our politicians are unable to do that or they're perceived by the people that are watching that aren't Democrats or aren't Republicans that they don't want to hear what you have to say if it's not in a line with their party. And that's a shame. That's the real problem that I see in this country. People are afraid to do what is right. Well, yeah, that, because the bottom line for politicians is to get reelected. 
and that's why uh, they don't want to go anything that goes against the wish of the big lobby, like NRA in this case. So yep. it's, it's the same case every time, mass shooting, everybody's calling for a change, yeah, yeah, nothing, something can change, blah, 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 and slowly, slowly, those voices die out, and then we go again for another cycle. Uh, you know, it's funny because the only only time that I remember NRA that uh, uh, supported uh, legislation for against assault rifles, it was the time when those assault rifles that were made in China because they were hitting their, their bottom line because they didn't want competition from China. And that's what yep. the only, only time I remember NRA to oppose assault rifles, those that they manufacture in China. Yeah. You know that I've never had a gun in my hand. I've never fired uh, a gun. I've never had a gun in my hand. Um, I'm anti-gun, but I'm not anti having guns. Does that make sense? I don't want a gun. It scares me. I'm not comfortable around guns. But every one of my friends, almost every single friend of mine owns not only a gun, but guns. And a lot of my friends also own assault rifles. And I don't understand that. I've had conversations with them about why they have assault weapons. Now, they're also all trained. They've all gone to classes. They are responsible gun owners. They have their guns locked up in a safe. It is not accessible by children. I mean, they are responsible gun owners. But with that said, I do not understand why an individual needs an assault rifle. I don't get it. And again, I'm not saying that I'm not for the Second Amendment. I'm not saying you can't have firearms. Again, every one of my friends have firearms and it doesn't bother me. I'm not concerned about it. It's their right living in the United States of America. But I do not understand assault rifles and why so many people have them. I don't get that. I don't understand it. Yeah. And, and another thing that I pointed out to my friends are talking is look at the rest of the world. How many mass shootings do you see? Yeah, you see one over yep. there and one and uh, there. Not very many. So often. Yeah, yep. exactly. Why? Because yep. they don't allow us all rifles, people to go just go by. I know. Uh, you know. Hey, if you don't mind, where if you don't mind me asking, where are you from? I'm from a small island called Cyprus. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm Greek, uh, uh, Cypriot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I went to the military, my island, because you cannot leave the island without completing your military service. So I, I also, I was trained on K-47, so I know what I saw I was here. But after I was done with my military service, that's it. I don't want to hold one. <laughs> I don't need it. Right. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I just want to call it in and let you know. Uh, I wanted to talk to you since last week, but. Since today I'm off, I have the chance to talk to you, calling in. Well, I really appreciate you calling. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. And uh, again, thank you. I appreciate it. Call again. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, sure. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. Yep. Bye-bye. You know, again, I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as I can about the problem in this country. And I'm entitled to my opinion just like you are. Again, I'm not, I'm anti-gun. I always have been, but I'm not anti-Second Amendment, and I'm not against people having firearms in this country. Again, I will say this because I know, because I've had the conversations, my friends that have multiple weapons are responsible gun owners. They go to class. They go to, there's a place in, outside of Vegas where they go for a couple of days at a time, and they practice with their weaponry and they get, you know, it, they're into it, but they're responsible. Okay. And they're not, they're, they're not the problem of what we're dealing with, with gun control in this country. That's not the problem. Okay. I'm just using that as to be transparent about how I feel about guns. I'm not a gun guy. All right. I'm not. And I do not understand why a person feels like they need an assault weapon. But with that said, I do agree that the minimum age should go up. I do believe that our background checks should be more stringent. I do agree with all of that because I think what's going on in this country is shameful. And I'm not one that's saying, no, you need to turn your guns in. I don't believe that. I I, I don't believe that at all. I believe you have a right to bear arms. Okay. But I also believe that we as a country need to do a better job protecting our citizens and our schools, and our shopping malls, and our, you know, I can go on and on. So that's where I'm at. All right. Hey, listen, no show tomorrow, no show on Friday as I'm uh, heading up to uh, playing Christopher Mando Russo's member guest tournament. Don't forget on Friday, Chris Carino is my guest on my podcast. I'm telling you, this is an amazing conversation with Chris. I really hope you can listen to it. That's coming up on Friday. Hey, I thank you for your support. It's Open Forum Wednesday, and I respect your opinions. It's great to hear from Al, how he feels about the flag and others. Uh, I appreciate it. So thank you very much. Make it a good evening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.